Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Hi everybody, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year! We hope you had a wonderful Christmas um, and maybe even a little bit of rest. <laughs> We've just been saying whether we might get rest or not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we hope you had a really good time and Happy New Year. And with Happy New Year in mind, we thought quite a good topic to start with would be hope and just thinking about hope for the year ahead, but more generally. So, Joy, over to you. What are your thoughts about hope when you've been preparing this? Um, well, firstly, I I guess the question that I had for you to start us off is, you know, do you tend to go into a new year, hopefully? Because I was trying to think about that for myself. Like, how do I go into a new year? And whether yeah. I go into it with hope or whether I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, I suppose I do. I suppose like it's just a natural reset for everybody a little bit, isn't it? And you kind of that like idea of a fresh start, new year ahead, like blank canvas. What do I hope is going to happen? Um, I'm not one of these people that has ever been like much of one for a new year resolution. Are you? Um, <laughs> I've, I've done it at various points and I'm laughing because one year I joined the gym in January and, <laughs> um, yeah, I became part of that statistic. And I, and when I was in the gym, I remember them looking at me like, yeah, how long are you going to survive here? And <laughs> after two weeks of doing it still in January, I discovered that I hated the gym <laughs> oh, no. and that I didn't want to be a part of the gym again. Oh. But I was so determined not to give up that I kept going all the way till September that's pretty because good I was going. just like I'm not I'm not giving up I'm not being part. I mean this says something about me but I'm like I'm not being part of this stat where people just start <laughs> and give up and it's a new year's resolution then they give up but I think by the time I got to September I think like the financial implications changed or something like that and and at that point I was like yeah I think I've proven that, <laughs> that I'm not just you know like started it in January and finished it two weeks later but um, no, <laughs> did you start to enjoy it at all or did you just slog it out for nine months I, I enjoyed parts of it but I generally know I did just slog it out but I was just so <laughs> like I'm it was it was the stubbornness in me of like I've started at the same time as everyone else and it was just funny watching everyone else fall away and yeah. I probably could have done that, but I was just so determined for it not to be a failed like New Year's resolution. But no, after that, like I, I don't really tend to because I just think it just feels like unnecessary pressure to put on yourself like at the start yeah. of a new year. So no, I'm I'm definitely not one for New Year's resolutions. I can't be bothered. I just it just doesn't occur to me. Like it just doesn't occur to me to do it. I suppose you to like but I do think about the year ahead. Yes, I will do that. I, do. I will kind of think like, oh, it's a new year. What have we got that I know about or that I hope is going to happen coming up? I will have a little linger on that. But no. So how that, does like a new year feel to you? Like, are you excited about the prospect of a blank year? Or are you are you generally like pleased to get out of an old year? Or like how, yeah, how are you with, with a new year? Yeah, I mean, I can't, that, I can't remember a time where I've been 
I can't remember the feeling of like really sad to leave a year behind. Yeah. Um, there are things like, I guess I look back and think, oh, that was great. That was great. That was great. Um, but I don't think I ever have a sort of sadness of that year is gone. Mm. And I think, yeah, I do think I do like the thought of a fresh, fresh year ahead of you opportunity I'm an ideas person so I quite I like the idea of space ahead of me um which is always the case but it's funny that sometimes you feel it more with the start of a new year isn't it yeah um but yeah I suppose as well I don't, don't know if you'd been thinking about this of how like I find it I just find it really interesting that in hope there's a a desire for change isn't there and if Mm. like if if things can't change that feels hopeless, but it's interesting that that feels hopeless. I think that kind of speaks of something like a design that is is gone wrong in the world in humanity. That it, that if it doesn't change, that feels a bit like oh, is this it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so the hope that things could be different, the hope that things can progress, can develop, can change, I think is really important. For I think it's quite life-giving. In fact, I'm going to read you. So I saw a couple of different definitions, but I read this one. Hope is an optimistic state of mind that is based on an expectation of positive outcomes with respect to events and circumstances in one's life or the world at large. And I just thought, I just, it's quite interesting, is it? But I think that's in a lot of us, you kind of that hope for the happy ever after or the happy ending or the good ending. Yeah. Sort of feeling of we're not quite there yet um, and you and wanting things to change. I think that's a bit hardwired into all of us. Do you? Yeah, I, I think it must be. But I also then wonder with that, like, what do you, what do you put your hope in when you think about that? You know, because yeah. thinking about it from a perspective of, not be if if I wasn't a believer in Jesus like how would I so so taking the world around me and hoping for change like I guess I'm putting my faith in people then of people rising up and taking a stand and us all making a difference and all of that I don't know whether I'm more pessimistic about what people can actually achieve I think people can achieve a lot but I guess yeah for me biblical hope feels different because that that feels like it's based on knowing that God is faithful and sure and true and can bring about any change, yeah. Um, and that He's help and that He will help you. Um, whereas I I don't know I spend quite a lot of time thinking if I didn't, I think we all often do put our hope in other things, which I think generally are, will disappoint. Well, I've always found they've yeah. disappointed anyway. Apart from yeah. the hope that I've put in Jesus, and so. Um, yeah, I guess it's just thinking through how we hope that things will change. And at the start of the year, it feels like lots of stuff is out of our control because it is a blank canvas. Like, you know, that lots of stuff is going to come into your year and you don't know what that's going to look like. And some of it will be great and some of it won't be great. And so that can feel a bit, I can feel a bit apprehensive about that. Until yeah. I come back to that place of going, okay, but God knows exactly what's going to come into my year. Yeah. And oh, that's interesting. So you don't approach it feeling like, yeah, there's space here. Off I go. You're no, I, re- more... I really don't. Like I, I'm not generally sad to leave a year behind, but there is something of a comfort of a year. 
that you've sort of been familiar with. Um, although last oh, year, because sounds, I had a difficult yeah. year last year, I was like, yep, yeah, please to get this year out of the way. <laughs> Even though you were sitting there thinking, well, I don't know what this year is going to be like yet. Yeah. Um, but I think, no, for me, it's more thinking because I struggle with, I guess, uncertainty. Yeah. That for me feels like a, a, a big thing that comes into play with the whole New Year thing. So. I never oh, ever look forward to a new year. I used to go out partying to oh, celebrate New Year yeah. when I was like yeah. when I was a teenager and when I was at uni and stuff. I would always go out celebrating New Year, but I now find the prospect of a New Year quite uncomfortable. Um, and as I say, for me, if it wasn't sitting there going, okay, I'm going into this New Year like with Jesus, I know that He mm. is not going to be surprised by anything that comes my way this year even yeah. though I will be, I know that he'll be able to deal with anything that comes this my way this year. That actually does give me hope. That's the thing that makes me go, this will be all right. And it's not based on hope of what I can do. Yeah. Um, or hope of like holidays or things coming up in the year. It's more based on like, he's going to see me through it. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I think it is just all the uncertainty just makes me go... I don't know what this year is going to look like. And so I'm, I'm apprehensive about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That, and that is, I don't feel like that at all when I look at the new year, <laughs> which is not like one of us being right or no, wrong, is there? There's like aspects of truth in yeah. both of that of like, it is true that kind of year ahead potentially presents lots of new and fresh opportunities. But likewise, if that is kind of, you know, if you're looking for that, that is going to go wrong as well. Like <laughs> it's probably not going to be as much opportunity as you would like, probably, probably not as much space as you would like. If you're that way inclined, there are going to be like limits and restraints and things go wrong. Um, and if that is like a great shock to you, that's probably going to really crush your sense of hope, isn't it? But likewise, if you're apprehensive and you're kind of nervous to step into things in the new, that could really crush hope too couldn't it if you're kind of um if that stopped you from trying things or kind mm. of moving into new things well I just anyway I'm just I'm I'm talking out loud now obviously this podcast um <laughs> but I'm just thinking through that because yeah that is interesting well I also think <laughs> that you know I know for me like January and February I find really difficult I like my worst months of the year because I think you have all of the Christmassy bits go and yeah. all of the twinkly fairy lights go and you're left then with sort of, for a lot of people, I think the ramifications of what Christmas has been like, whether that be good yeah. or bad, you're left with worries about debt, you're left yeah. with broken diets and resolutions and all the rest of that. And then you yeah. can very easily sit there thinking like this is this is a disaster and then it's sort of yeah it, it's no coincidence is it that like it's like that second week in January where people yeah, start booking holidays January. and everything like that because it's like I've got to yeah. put something hopeful in the weather's still rubbish so you're and so we're all trying to sort of get through it and find what we can look forward to what we can be hopeful about and for some of yeah. us that's like the weather getting better or the days getting longer or holidays or all these other things um, but I, but I think that, um, yeah, for me, the main thing I tend to find is just, is just being like holding on to the truth of, 
Um, I'm an adventurous person as well. So actually this sort of that I wrestle with these two things together because I do like the adventure of like not necessarily knowing what's going to happen. But I also really struggle with that on the flip side of it. So the adventurous part of me is like, oh, God could do anything this year. What do I want to see him do? And I often sit down and write in my journal at the start of the year, what do I want him to do in me this year? Like, what do I want to see happen? What are my prayer points for this year? And I quite like looking back at the end of a year to be like, what's happened? And generally I find that he's answered them. Um, So I really like that bit, that sort of adventuring with God, but they're just sort of just going into a new year, sort of almost taking that out of the equation, I would find really, really difficult because I was thinking, I don't know what this year is going to look like. I don't know how how I'm going to handle this year. And I think that's also a new thing when you realise that, like we've been saying a lot recently, that you realise that you can't handle lots of situations. So then you're still thinking, what is going to come up this year? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It makes me think about some of the things... um, I was going to mention anyway, I was having a conversation with a friend last week who she is just quite an amazing woman anyway, but she doesn't really know it. Um, And she's been like looking for a job for a long time and been to different interviews and just sort of, I mean, suppose anyone who's listening, who's been like job hunting for a while probably can relate to just can be quite soul destroying, can't it? And just quite a lot of work. And she's, she's been, um, she's been doing really well. And then she has recently got this job that just feels like it's been purpose made for her. Mm. And we were having this conversation together. She's, she's not a believer. Um, she's lovely, lovely woman. And she was telling me how or we were just talking about it. If you knew, because there was a couple of other interviews she didn't get that I think she felt quite disappointed about. And um, we were saying, like, if you knew there's something good coming, you would kind of wait that out yeah. so differently, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you, and, and well, you would have, you wouldn't lose hope. You would kind of like be waiting um, very differently. But I think as we all are human, we just, you know, the benefit of hindsight yeah. and you're like, oh, well, I'm glad then I didn't get that job because this one was coming. But I think like, we're all just like it of like, oh, I didn't get, I didn't get that job. I didn't get that. Da, 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 uh, da, da. It hasn't gone to plan. And we don't see what is coming next. And I think the thing within Christianity is that we aren't promised specifics of like this job or that job or that relationship or my kid's going to get better or school's going to go well we don't have like those specific assurances and well in fact yeah. all, uh, Jesus says like he prepares us for suffering as well doesn't yeah. he um, thank you in Jesus this world, you will have, <laughs> yeah thank you you will have trials of many kind in this world um but I was thinking though but as a Christian we do have various things that are set in stone though that we can have hopeful so I might not know I was just thinking about this woman I was like you know she didn't know that job was coming but if you're a believer you know that God is working all things out for your good and that should change how you wait for it or that should change 
how you approach the year ahead, 2024, shouldn't it? And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen at work. I don't know what's going to happen in my family. These things are not within my control entirely. Obviously, my decisions have consequences, but I can't control these things. But what I can know for certain and, and therefore what gives me hope, like you were touching on earlier, who have you got hope in, is that 2024, he will be working for my good. In 2024, he's never going to leave me or forsake me. In 2024, I know that he's going to return one day and I will be with him forever. I'm going to be forgiven all year. Yeah. All year, (laughs) I'm going to be forgiven. (laughs) And I was just thinking about that of, that is the difference of hope with Jesus than just hope generally. I think that it's hope with Jesus is so certain and so solid because like we've talked about before in another podcast, he's faithful. So we can believe what he says. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we don't know the details of it, but we know the general truths that would see us through the details of the next year. Yeah, well, I was thinking that ties in with one of my favourite verses that I often quote to the girls in prison, which is from Jeremiah. And it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Yeah. Plans to prosper you and not to yeah. harm you. Plans to give you yeah. hope and a future. And I think that's quite a good one to go into a new year with, because like you were saying, yeah. we won't know specifics, but we know... Firstly, that he knows the plans. So he knows yeah. the beginning from the end of next year. So for people like me, and there are, I think a lot of people like me that go into a year, new year apprehensively, or even where you've got things yeah. in your diary that you are dreading, that you've got yeah. coming up next year, um, of like, he knows the plans. He knows exactly what's going to happen. And he walks with you through it. So that's yeah. the good thing, is that he knows it. And that he has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. So again, for people like me that are thinking, oh, what's the next year going to look yeah. like? Like it might, that doesn't mean it won't, it will be easy all the time, but his plans yeah. for us are never to harm us. And they're always to give us hope and a future. And I think those are just really, really important to hang on to because Jesus is that person of hope, isn't he? That sticks with you through thick and thin. He's going to be that yeah. person who's going to, like walk with you next year through the things that are wonderful that you're like oh this is amazing I love this about this year yeah but he's also going to be the person that like weeps and mourns with you through yeah. potentially really difficult things that you don't know are coming that yeah. will catch you off guard yeah um, and then he'll also be the one that will answer your prayers as you cry out to him next year so he will be as faithful next year as he has been this year and he has been yeah. every other year before yeah. um and so what and so that gives me so much comfort and hope because you think then it's not a hope in my ability to deal with any situations or my ability to know what's coming or my ability to be in control or that I've got to have everything together next year or know yeah. how I'm going to deal with everything it's more about going okay but he he has the plans and as long as nothing's going to catch him off guard he yeah. can hold me and help me through it because that's the thing I think we worry about of like what's what's going to happen like we we don't know and yeah. that's what i mean about where we're putting our hope in like we don't know what's going to happen in the world next year um, and yeah. we don't know what our governments are going to look like 
We don't yeah. know what's going to happen in the in the environment next year. Like we don't we uh, we don't know any of that, and yet yeah. God does, and He's working in it, and He'll sort it out, and He's got a plan till the end of time. And all of those things I tend to speak over myself really help me with the year because then I just think I'm I'm just I'm not doing this on my own. Like yeah. the whole Emmanuel God with us thing that we talk about at Christmas isn't just a Christmas thing like it's the whole year through of like God with us like he's with us on that Christmas day but he's also with us as we go into that new year whether yeah. we're people like you where you're like yippee <laughs> or, people, go. or people like me that are just like oh <laughs> what's it gonna be like <laughs> yeah and I think it really matters that it's not just wishful thinking yeah. I think and I think actually I'll just speak for myself, but I think it's true of, of of a lot of us, if not all of us, um, is that I think you can tell, is it a hope or is it wishful yeah. thinking in how much rest or like energy you find in different situations? Because when faced with something challenging or something joyful, but it's just... It's not all you thought it would be, whatever. If you, if you are just like, I think if it's just wishful thinking, it crumbles. Yeah. And not just when things are hard. I think it can crumble when you get what you wanted and then it's not all it's cracked up to yeah. be. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think where it's, where it's just wishful thinking of like, yeah, oh, this is, it's going to be, this year's going to work out for my good, whatever that looks like. If that's just a wishful thought, that won't, help you yeah um and that's different from hope like hope is being certain well I've written down and I know you'll know it um well it says about faith doesn't it now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen Mm. so it like hope is based on a faith that is based on evidence of things not seen it's not just like it's not just wishful thinking it's like well, for me, so it's knowing that, okay, I've looked into the evidence that Jesus died and rose again. I'm thoroughly convinced of that. So I believe the other things that he says are true. And so I believe, I believe his promises about life for me. Yeah. And so that is, that's hope. Yeah. That's not just, that's not wishful thinking. I, I just hope this year goes all right. Yeah. That's wishful thinking. Well, I'm talking about like, a hope that is based on the evidence of the death and resurrection of Jesus. And so I know he won't fail me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've written, I've got one here, like you've probably got the same one, Joy, but, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. And because when we're talking about hope in Jesus, it's so it's robust. It's based on factual evidence of who he was and what he did that, that sort of hope that restores you that renews your strength that gives you rest that helps you look at the future with optimism that's not even that's not even strong enough optimism a word um (laughs) hope yeah it makes you look at the future with hope it kind of means that when you're going through hard times although obviously all of us will feel that but hope gets you can get you through that mm. can't it can get you out to the other side of that wishful thinking will just crumble won't it so uh, when we're talking about hope for me it really matters that it's grounded on and based on 
the death and resurrection of Jesus. And I'm thoroughly convinced of that. And so therefore I have hope. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I totally agree with that because I was thinking that a lot of like the idea of hope, I think, in the world around us is sort of close your eyes really tight and cross your fingers and be like, I yeah, hope wish it for happens. The best. Yeah. yeah. And whereas I'm like, the hope that I believe in, and I think biblical hope is eyes wide open to the world around yeah. you, which is actually yeah. harder because when you can close yeah. your eyes and go, I hope something happens um, and you're not taking it in, then you sort of are like scrunching your eyes up and hoping for the best. But like the bible definition of hope i think is your eyes are fully open to what is going on around you and still having the faith that god can do something and the hope for change and i think that's harder and i think you need faith for it because when we look at the world around us and you know god comes alongside us and says do you believe that i can change this like when you look at wars in other countries and you know just different situations in the world like the hope of the bible is about a god coming alongside us and going with our eyes wide open i trust in you god i don't know how this situation is going to work out at all but i have hope that you do because you are powerful and you are faithful which means you will never um let go of us and you are in control and both of those things like we've talked about before are so important so i think our hope is eyes wide open hope it is like you say it's based on something true and it's based on something firm and something solid and it's not to say that you feel like that all the time no Um, because if only I know because you do go into situations where you feel you can feel like bruised and battered and with a hope that you've got on Jesus where you're like I'm trying to keep my eyes on you Jesus but it feels like I'm now in the middle of a storm that has just blown up out Mm. of nowhere and it's like tossing me around and I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm trying to keep track of you like sometimes it feels like that yeah um but if I didn't have Jesus to cling on to I like you say like what else would I be clinging on to because I just as great as other people are in my life, like they don't have the ability to help me through whatever's going to come next year. I don't even know what's going to no. happen to them. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. whereas, yeah. you know, the just to know, I think it's that hope of Jesus that takes me through right from the start of the year, right to the end of the year. Yeah. Um, And just as I, as I keep saying though, that just so much faith and assurance and peace that comes from just knowing He's got it. Like he's he's got it under control. Like everything yeah. will take us off guard and will take yeah. us by surprise. And it just and mm. it won't to him. Like everything mm. or lots of things will feel impossible for us to deal with next year. And none mm. of it will be impossible for him. Yeah. And that is just that is the sure and certain hope that I have when I look around and I just think, God, how are all these situations going to sort themselves out? And then he just whispers to me again nothing is impossible for me yeah and I think well that's the hope that I've got of like okay god I'm going to cling on to that then yeah and I suppose like you're talking about there that's a hope based on the certainty of who he is rather the, than the uncertainty of us, of us. and the world that yeah, we live in absolutely. as well but, and so there it doesn't matter if it's a tiny smidgen of hope but if it's 
true hope or like hope yeah. based on Jesus. It doesn't matter if it's tiny, it's powerful. And placed in the um, right direction. And placed I mean, you in can the have right loads place, of hope yeah. but in the wrong yeah. place. Can't exactly. You? So what good will it do yeah. you? Um but yeah, you only need a smidgen of hope in Jesus to make all the difference, don't you? And and the fact because it's not just it's not just about us hoping for the future. Like he he knows what like you're saying, he knows what he's doing. He has power to change things. Everything is meaningful under him, like, yeah. and have, all the days have been written before one of them comes to be. Um, and I was just thinking about that in terms of hope as well, how we're not just talking about hope in a certain outcome, no. but, but hope in the process and journey too. Because I think for me, if there's no hope that there is meaning and purpose in this trial I'm going through, Mm. then what on earth is the point of it? Um, I can't, I find that, you know, particularly the last year I've had or last year and a half, I I just think if like what, there is no hope, there's no purpose or meaning in that. There's none. I can't see where there is any or meaning and purpose in those difficult things unless there is, a God unless there's Jesus and he's told me you know I know we've talked about um heart like perseverance before and things but he's told me that there's a purpose in those trials and hardships so therefore you can have hope while you're going through them because because it's meaningful and I think that's where hopelessness can set in personally I think hopelessness can really set in where you don't think an end outcome can happen but also where you feel like what you're going through now is meaningless and pointless I think that is a very hopeless place and um yeah I feel like I've just flipped the conversation from something really positive to something quite negative (laughs) no but we no but we do need to talk about hopelessness because um because I think sometimes we don't we don't always realise whether we are hopeless. I know that sounds funny, because, yeah. but it's such a strong emotion. I also think it's one we're scared to look at. Like, yeah. I'm sometimes scared to admit that we feel hopeless in situations. But yeah. I think it can be a really helpful one. And if we are feeling hopeless, then then I guess a question to us is, what are we putting our hope in? Mm. Um, because, again, I think if we're putting our hope in something that we also know cannot provide what we need... Yeah, um, that is also quite disheartening because, um, like uh, you know, I think I've talked about before when I've been doing um AA with people, and that we encourage everyone to find a higher power. And for some people, mm. that's God. For some people, that's a person. For some people, that's something else. But it's to find a higher power that they believe can help them through their recovery journey. Yeah, And what we often find really big setbacks to people of when they've put their hope in a higher power and it often starts off, if it's not God, like it often starts off as a family member or something like that, and then gradually finds that that person cannot possibly provide them with what they need. And yeah. that's often a really rocky time for them then in their recovery because they're like, well, I had hope in this person and trust in this yeah. person and they're not able yeah. to provide me with that. And yeah. that's what I think is actually if we're feeling hopeless is it because and we can feel like that sometimes as Christians as well I know for me like the more I move away from spending time with Jesus 
the more I get swamped by problems and stuff. And the less I actually like dwell on the hope that he has for me that I can't lose, but I can lose the ability to dwell on it. Um, And so I just think it's, yeah, it's what we're putting our hope in. And if we're putting our hope in something that in the end we realize, I don't think, think this can provide for me what I need. Yeah. then that can be a helpful place of going, I need to look elsewhere. You know, I've met lots of people who have come to look into Christianity because they were like, I've tried every other option. I mm. encounter this frequently in prison. And I actually even say to people, you've tried every other option and none of them have changed your life. None of them have taken you where you need to go. None of them have... um you know, giving you plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, so look into the person of Jesus because yeah. you, once you've done that, you you won't need to look elsewhere because he can absolutely provide for everything that you need. Yeah. Um, but I think that that hopeless place feels feels a really difficult place. And in saying that, I know that Christians yeah. can feel like that as well. But I think yeah, that the, yeah. the, then the truth is, though, that we do have a sure and certain hope. So yeah. it's it's sort of wrestling with that a bit like we've talked about before of like, I know that this yeah. is possible, but I don't feel it. So like, how am yeah. I going to wrestle with that? Yeah. And like you're just talking about there, like hope in people to provide this or that I think as well it's where there's a hope in a certain outcome but we don't have and that's hard that I think that's really hard for people when as well they really feel like they've had a certain promise from God for this or that or whatever and so they're holding out for a certain specific outcome but um I suppose then as well if you're it's very subtly but if your hope shifts into that outcome rather than hope being in Jesus yeah. still that is a real path to hopelessness as well yeah. isn't it and yeah. like we were talking about um like I read that verse I'll read it again because it's just so beautiful but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength but on the flip side of that then and I think which is true of hopelessness is that it totally zaps strength and um drains energy drains resilience drains kind of perseverance um because if you feel like things can't change that just feels really bleak doesn't it and like life draining for people um and I think you know the only I think for me personally as well the only solution that is to come back and remember like Jesus and who he is and what he does promise because otherwise it just remains bleak, doesn't it? But I think it speaks of something in humanity of we are kind of looking for purpose, yeah, meaning, absolutely. things improving, like a good ending. To, like we all love a good ending, don't we? And yeah. I think there's something in us that feels an instinctive, this isn't quite good. Yeah like there's there's good bits there's nice bits here but this doesn't feel like is this it yeah uh, yeah and, and that's a big and question think, isn't it is this it's it? a really big question yeah it's a really big question and I think like it's hardwired in all of us and I think also hardwired in all of us is a desire for change or yeah. like and and a looking for um well looking for change which you know we yeah we talk about repentance we've talked about that before haven't we 
Um, but yeah, I've lost my trail of thought now, Joy. Over to you. Well, no, I was also thinking that I guess we we are keen for change. I think a lot. I don't know that I'm a fan of change just for change's sake. So I think a lot of us are often keen for change when the th- when the situation is something that we're not happy with. Um, yeah. Whereas, of course, when we get to heaven, like we're not going to be keen for that to change because yeah. that's going to be perfect and it's going to yeah. be completely satisfying to everything that we need. But I think the yeah. reason why we're constantly trying to change situations is because generally we find that we're not completely satisfied. Um yeah. And so we hope for something more. And I've even found myself like thinking, oh, God, you know, I want more. I want more to life than this. I want, you know, I'd love this to happen and this to happen. But actually coming before a God that feels like he's an abundantly abundant giver. And so you always know there's going to be more. There's always going to be more of an adventure. There is always going to be more. There's never a point where he's going to go. Yeah, to be honest, I've exhausted all my plans now. So (laughs) I don't know where we're going from here. Like every year you think there's opportunity for new things to happen and new people that you're going to meet and new situations that he brings your way that you think, oh my goodness, I never could have known this. I mean, that's, that's also the really hopeful thing of just that he can bring things out of nothing and that you sit there thinking, what's this year going to look like? And sometimes I feel apprehensive about that, but I, there's also an, certain amount of like yeah this is an adventure like god what are you going to do but i don't feel so worried then because i know he's in charge of it whereas i think if i felt the pressure on of like something's got to change this year i don't know what i don't know how i'm going to go about doing that um that feels like a a huge amount of like responsibility on me to go and like start changing things in my life whereas actually when i can just come before god and go god these are my hopes for this year i pray that they're in line with what you have for me um and often like as i said near the start i I come before God with things I have plans for in the year and normally it ends with anything else that you have for me, which feels slightly dangerous. <laughs> so like, what is going to happen? Um, but actually, I do really love that when I just think he's got super cool things that I'm going to love this year. And yeah. um, he's got things that I've never experienced before and that are, more than I can ask or imagine, you know, and that makes me excited. That makes me hopeful because I think he's going to bring things my way that are just perfect for me, that are great, that are life giving, but will also Mm. use me to bring hopefully life to other people. And that just, again, comes back to that place of purposefulness, comes back to that place of hope of, um, that God can use me, that God can change me you know, because I was yeah. also thinking about that verse which says perseverance produces character and character yeah. produces hope. Yeah. And I was like, how does our character produce hope? And so I was just pondering on that a bit. And I guess one of the things I thought about is because sometimes we feel like we can't change or like we feel mm. like we're not really going anywhere. I've spent quite a bit of time speaking to some people today who just like, I just feel like I'm taking one step forward and 10 steps back. And that can feel such hard work because you're like, I want to change. Yeah. I want to be different. But then I was thinking when we know that God can work on our character and change us and can do anything, like even those parts of our character that we're like, oh, I'm stuck in these. As he works on our character, that does bring hope because then we go, man, look at how you've changed me, God. Look at what you can do. Look at how yeah. these things in my life that I thought couldn't change, you've changed them. 
And yeah. so our character produces hope because then we just look at him and we're like, I never thought this bit of me was going to change. And you've changed yeah. it. Um, yeah. And that has just been one of the things that I was pondering on of how his changing of our character produces hope. Whereas no one else yeah. has the ability to do that in me. Like I don't, even if I just sit there and go, I want to change this about myself, which I guess is what we do with New, Year's, New Year's resolutions and they fail, yeah. right? Because we're like, I'm yeah. going to change this thing about myself. And generally yeah. that lasts three days. And then we're like, ah, <laughs> oh. but actually when we, when we let the Holy Spirit do it and we see that he changes our character from year to year, even if sometimes it's only a little bit of movement, that brings us hope because we think, he can do anything. And each year he's going yeah. to keep changing me and making me more like Jesus. Like this is nonstop until I get to heaven. Yeah. And so that, that brings so much hope of like anything can change. Anything is possible. He is constantly changing my character. And that is just such a hopeful thing. Yeah, definitely. And I think change is often quite slow. And we've talked about this before as well. Yeah. And I think like it's just like, setting little degrees the course of life and it just gradually 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 steers it in that direction um but at the same time like we've talked about before I think change can come quite quickly can't it and when God suddenly changes a mindset or suddenly changes a perspective on something or suddenly opens your eyes to a situation you just perceive it differently or you notice something yeah and so I think that, like, I know the times that he's done that with me, that you kind of, you can't see how something is going to change or you can't mm. see how, how do you get out of this habit or, like, or this, if it's with someone else, how do you shift this dynamic between you? How do you kind of make any progress on it? And then sometimes he can just come and bring real clarity yeah of what is going on in the situation and that clarity can just change it like that. And so I just think in the times he's done that for me and how that gives me real hope that he will do that when I need it going forward Mm. as well. Like don't understand his timing on things often, (laughs) but like I know that you're saying he's working on our character. I know the times he's just come and, shown me something that I haven't noticed before or perceived it quite differently and I think like why didn't you why didn't you do that sooner or why didn't you do that then or I can't answer that question yeah <laughs> um but I, I'm learning more to just trust him and like trust the process that he's doing in my life um yeah and that he wants good for us. And I was going to say also us being grateful that we've even got the option of hope, right? Because if we hadn't have had mm. Jesus come down to be God with us, Emmanuel, mm. Jesus being born and dying on a cross, we wouldn't be talking about this because there would be no hope. Um, yeah. It's only because he could see that we were a people walking in darkness and that needed his light and the light yeah. of hope. And when you watch people and increasingly I think the world is crying out for this hope because people are walking in darkness and are despairing and feeling overwhelmed and anxious. And like the hope of Jesus is like, you know, a ship coming towards you when you're drowning, you know, it's, it's just like that of just like, uh, I'm, 
I'm stuck. And and that's the amazing thing, isn't it? That however we're going into this new year, if you're not a believer, then absolutely Jesus is. Please look into Jesus this year would be my real, yeah. my real like encouragement because it doesn't make life suddenly hunky-dory, but knowing no. that you are <laughs> never on your own and that there is a purpose to life and that he's with you every step of the way and can deal with anything that comes your way. Man, that's so comforting. Um, but I also think if we are believers and we're going into a year or we're just struggling with hope, I think it's coming before God again, isn't it? And reminding us as, as we so often end up coming back to, I think on this podcast of like his promises, because they do bring yeah. hope when you dwell on yeah. them. Like, like you said, those yeah. who wait on the Lord. And I think yeah. that is just like, wait on him, like be with him, spend time with him. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a good one on that note as well. Um, another one, this one's in Psalms, but you are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. And just that's a beautiful image for the year ahead, isn't it? As well of like a refuge and a shield for whatever comes our way 2024, Mm. because we've put our hope in his words of truth to us. Like we trust in that. We don't trust. It's not wishful thinking for 2024. It is a solid a solid foundation of hope based on someone who has proven who he is and will not let us down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted to finish with this. um, If that's all right, just finish with this verse, like almost as a prayer over everyone listening. And it's from Romans 15 verse 13. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I had that one too. So, I mean, I just love that because it's he yeah. does it. Like he fills yeah. us with joy and peace. We just look at him. We just ask him for help. Even if that's a, oh God, I don't really know what I think about you, but help. And the hit man, mm. he comes and does it. And that's where we've all started at some point. Mm. Um, yeah, amen. Yeah. Happy 2024, Happy people. 2024. Enjoy your celebrations. <laughs> if you're still celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy January. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to need that hope for January. Oh, yeah, speak to myself on that. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> take care, everyone. Be back Bye. again soon. Bye. Happy New Year. Listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com. <laughs>